Welcome back to the Frizz and the Bruce podcast with your hosts, Prudo and D. That's right. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your boy Trudeau, joined always by my good friend and co-host, D Frizz himself. What's up, buddy? What it do, baby? Hoping that y'all had a very good and you know healthy, happy holiday. I don't know. I was gonna say great and good, so I said great. Yeah, you said both. I heard that. I Grud. dude, I do that a lot, and I'll try to. I'll, my my mind thinks of two words, but one comes out. It's it's wild, but hope you had a good uh, holiday season. Hope you got everything you wanted from Santa and all that good stuff, man. How was um Christmas? Uh, was it Christmas breakfast? Yes, sir. Uh, Christmas at the Furs or the Frizzes, right? Um, that was dope. Uh, first time that we were cooking at the new crib. Um, obviously, a large breakfast for between like 15 and 20 people. Uh, so it was dope. It was good timing. You know, it was, it's not easy to time the pancakes with the eggs and the eggs with the bacon, the bacon with everything else. Uh, so it was good that we were able to hammer it down, get it good for at least next year. We'll time it off a little bit better so that people won't be sitting too long to eat. Uh, but breakfast was great. Came out great. Everybody had a good time. Dog, props to you for making breakfast for 15 to 20 people. That's that's crazy. But um, I, I, I feel bad I didn't get it started the right way. Get the people started the right way, buddy. Happy fucking Monday. There it is. There it is. That's good. Did you get everything you want from Santa? Santa was good, right? Blanta Claus did his thing before he got here. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty happy about it. Um, I was able to enjoy a few of the things that the missus and the kids got me. I was very happy. Uh, but it was more important to see how happy the little ones were. That was that that makes I don't think there's a better day. No, I don't care about like the actual presence, but it's more their reactions to stuff. Like I could sit there and, and live in that moment for for years and years and on ads. And I know that's that's the dad talking, but yeah. that that's such an incredible feeling. Just to be like, yeah, they're so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite there yet. I got my little one's not, not old enough to realize what's going on. She's like, I think she's 16 months now. So it is. I could give her a box. She'd be happy. A real present. It's all good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can't do wrong at this point. Yeah. Everything. Actually, to tell you the truth, that the package and the wrapper typically are like the bigger thing than the actual toy itself. That's a great feeling, but like not when you're like, oh, here's, you know, here's a $400 bike. And they're like, oh, I want that box. It's like, clear the damn bike. <laughs> Doug, I remember being a little kid, making a box for it was the best part of the holidays. Mm-hmm. True. Absolutely. Anything that was left over. So I'm definitely with it with that. So today's going to be a little bit of a different show. Obviously, if you're watching live, you can see there's a, there's a banner at the bottom saying our topics for the day. Uh, like if we're going to be honest, you know, we do like a little conversation on the day of the show, kind of figure out what's the deal. What do you want to talk about today? And we both felt pretty meh about sports. I don't know. It's, it's a weird time, right? Yeah. The in between time, granted, we talked about like the, what was it? The, the, the Christmas day games for the NBA and for the NFL, but like, it's such a weird time. Like so much Strange stuff happened in the NFL. Strange stuff happened in the NBA, right? Nothing played, I guess, like to the course that it's supposed to. So I don't mind taking a step back, you know, letting this week play out so that we have some stuff going into. We got, 
you know, the CFP this weekend, you got teams that are lining up for, for play for playoff contention for the NFL Yeah, post Christmas day breaks with the NBA. So like a little bit more to talk about sports wise next week. I, I feel like this is a good week to just mellow out. Yeah. So instead of talking sports this week, uh, we're going to talk video games. We got into it last week. We talked 007. We got, I don't know. I just felt inspired to talk some video games. So we're going to talk about the top <laughs> 25 video games of all time. Uh, D's got a first is five. Uh, it's it's video game related, so hang in for that. Yes, um, yeah, I mean, next week, obviously, we'll talk a little college football playoffs, like D said. And then the f- week after that, the NFL season will have wrapped up at that point. So probably a full episode of NFL. Uh, we don't want to beat a dead horse and just talk about NFL, NFL, NFL every week. Uh, we want to give you guys some variety. So let us know. Hit us up uh, on Twitter or um, you know, wh- wherever. Just let us know if you like what we're doing today, just so we know if this is a good direction for the future. You know, It always helps to get some feedback. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you guys who so want to keep you happy. Um, before we get into the video, video game talk itself, I did want to like have my own little Frizz's five because, yeah. Early. Uh, no, no, this is, it's not an official Frizz's five. I'm not going to play the music. But, um, so as I, as I said last week, you know, we do Christmas and we do Jewish stuff. And the Jewish tradition, if you're unaware of Darian, is uh, Christmas is a big day for Chinese food. It is the Jewish tradition on Christmas. So we did some poo-poo platter. And I'm curious what your, and I got mine. I'm curious if you agree with this, the, your top five poo-poo platter items. These are all appetizers, right? Yeah. So the poo-poo platter is like, oh, okay. like all those little boxes of uh, spare ribs and chicken, you know, the fried chicken and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I'll rip them off real quick for you. This is, again, this is all literally off the top of the noggin because you didn't prepare me for this at all. Nah. Uh, I love that. Uh, so number five, this is not going to be an order. There's no way I can think of the order right now, but I can at least give you the five that I'm ordering. Number five, if we have to start off, it's definitely going to be Crab Rangoons. Good call. There it is. It's definitely Crab Rangoons. Uh, I, I feel like, way? nah, because that's some all bullshit. Right, you said it's... Honestly, whatever. this is my five, not your five. Just so shut the fuck oh, up. Oh, you told me to tell you five. All right, whatever. Do I thing. would give you a five, but you started off with some trash, man. Crab <laughs> Rangoons is top two. First of all, it's disrespectful. They're, they're just top two. I'm going to start top to bottom. Number one, my go-to is egg rolls all day, every day. Love me an egg roll. Really, I'd eat, I would eat like 20 of those things. Number two, Crab Rangoons. Number three, you know those little rings, the fried uh, shrimp rings? Number yep. three, number four, those uh, chicken wings, the fried chicken wings, mm-hmm. and then uh, number five, I'm a sucker for like those uh, doughy, super doughy, like fried chicken, uh, like tenders. Just a te- okay. Spareribs, yeah. Demello, Doug. Yeah, Spareribs is trash. Trash. You're That's the last thing I well, picked from the box. Is the last thing I picked from the box. That's true. So I think you had a decent list. I'm throwing dumplings in there because I actually love dumplings nah, over egg rolls. Dumplings belongs in top five, but I don't feel like this poopoo platter item. Dumplings is so good. Okay. It gets its own, like you have to order that separately. Gotcha. Makes sense. I, I don't pay attention to that. Like I said, you didn't give me a, a time. You didn't give me time to rank them. So when I said goons or, or crab rangoons, I'm only going off. Of, I th- like I said, <laughs> they're in my five. Um, I thought he was calling us goons at first. <laughs> I was like, what the no, fuck no, did no. I do today I, already? I looked, at, I looked at B underscore Mellow 21. appreciate you guys commenting again. I looked at his comment, and it made me think. I just said goons. But, yeah, definitely crab rangoons. goons. I'm going with spare ribs, chicken wings. You said chicken fingers. I don't really care for them. really depends on the sauce, here's, right? Here's so the trick. Here's I, the trick. that were fried shrimp. I, I'll tell you. I'll change your life. You, mm. it's, it's usually like this long cylindrical thing. You Can bite. You that again? It's usually this really long cylindrical thing. <laughs> And what you do, I'll help, I'll help you. You bite the head off, 
first, right? Mm-hmm. And then you pour the sauce in it. So like there's sauce all in it. Like it's a cocoon of sauce. And then the rest of it's just oh, delicious, delicious. Um, while you're actually up there, I almost said down there, while you're up there, Stuck oh, the place actually mind. closed down. There was a place that was in the New Beige. It was actually, I can't remember what it's called, but they had buffalo chicken rangoons. Oh my God. That was a that was a life changer. I don't I don't mess with buffalo usually, but those absolutely incredible. Chuck's China. Look at this. We love the locals checking in. Absolutely. Yes. That place they shut down, you know, unfortunately. Didn't know why did they there. shut down? I didn't see why they shut down, but you know, they, they had some great Chinese food um for a place called Chuck's, you know. Um I right feel outside like, of yeah, I, I it's got like be right code. all over it. <laughs> health code violations. It's not, Chuck's China definitely health code violations. I wouldn't be surprised, but they have some really good food. I'll give you that. I, hey, there you go. That That's probably it, too. They might have been a drug. <laughs> they had good food, but even better drugs. Oh, man. But yeah, great Buffalo Chicken Rangoons. If you get a chance to order those somewhere, definitely great order. Have you ever been to, a, I know, um, I think that's Ben uh, Mello, but uh, Hong Kong and New Bedford. I was thinking Hong Kong. You ever been to Hong Kong and Hong Kong and Boston? They do karaoke and they have Chinese food. Is that next to Anton's? I think so. So it's like Faneuil Hall area. Yeah, um, I went there for my thirtieth birthday and got hammered. And there's just a woman, like it's a packed bar. People sing karaoke. Everyone's sloppy drunk, and there's just a woman with like this basket walking. Right, can't be healthy. Um, with just these chickens on a stick and sells them for a dollar, but you have to give cash. Yeah. I think that's next to Anton's. I know exactly what you're talking about. That is disgusting. Absolutely. (laughs) I love, I love Hong Kong. This is the most popular topic we've ever had. Let's talk about some damn Chinese food on Christmas. Bro, who doesn't love Chinese food? It's the best. So it's for you. Tradition wise is definitely Christmas. (laughs) you know, based off what you're saying for me, that's new year's. I don't want to do a goddamn thing New Year's Day besides order Chinese food. And you got to get in line. I mean, you got to call yes. the motherfucker at like 6 p.m. Yes. to get it for 10 p.m. You might even have to call it before that because people are like, I'm Bruh, not cooking on New Year's Day. <laughs> I Last New Year's, we tried to get Chinese food from this place in Beverly called China Jade. Bomb Chinese food. Man, we called them at 5 o'clock and they're like, yeah, we're not taking orders for the rest of the night. We're done. <laughs> I'm not surprised. We went to, um, uh, I can't even remember the place that's in Taunton, but there's a place that's in Taunton that's just, it was literally packed. If you didn't call at like 5 p.m., you were in some serious trouble. But yeah, definitely on New Year's Day for me. I like how we're like, oh, we're going to experiment with new things, talk video games today. Nah, Chinese food's where it's at, baby. Exactly. So for those that pay attention but don't pay attention, remember the Frizz and the Grizz podcast, we go off on tangents, right? So just hold on tight. Bear with us. I promise you we will get to the video games. But why not talk about some Chinese food along the way, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Hell yeah. You got anything else on Chinese food? Because I think that's it for me. No, man. I think if it comes back up in another topic, we definitely have a lot of ammo. Um, But you probably will revisit this because it's definitely something I'm going to be ordering, most likely getting ready to eat by our show next week. Amen. All right. Let's get into the meat of the show or the, the boneless spare ribs of the show. 
um, which is very popular in the chat, apparently. Uh, so we're going to talk video games. We got a list from Ranker.com, and it's the top 25 video games of all time, according to like people who just vote on it. So it's it's not from an expert um, panel, but I liked the list. I thought it was pretty diverse. D has a list too, and we're going to start with 25, work our way to number one. And I think we're going to stop on some games along the way because they're worth the chat. Number 25, I did, didn't want to stop on right off the bat because it's my favorite shooter of all time. And D, you've never played this one yourself, but you've, you're familiar with the series. It's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, um, quick synopsis at least. I got into shooters outside of Grand Theft Auto in college. And I think at the time it was Modern Warfare 3. So Modern Warfare 2 and I think a Black Ops game had come out in between Modern Warfare 3, but I didn't start playing any first-person or third-person shooters until um, Modern Warfare 3 came out. So the floor is yours when it comes to how the game actually played out in Modern Warfare 2. So that the game was had a scene that was so graphic that they had to pause the game before the scene continued and be like, hey, this is like completely made up. Please, like, don't take this seriously. And I'm sure that they wouldn't make the game now. But so basically the whole synopsis of the game is um, Russia and U.S. are in bad terms. At some point, Russia invades the United States because they have cause. And the cause is that there's a CIA agent working with, like, these Russian terrorists. And they go into an airport and you have to shoot up civilians in I the game this. and it was super controversial at the time then russia invades america and honestly the storyline itself is so dope and some of the scenes like you're fighting in a burger king you're trying to take like checkpoints and like you're fighting in like a burger king trying to take over like checkpoints in america so it's it's super like crazy the combat in it and then the multiplayer man that's what got me into multiplayer was this game on warfare 2 i don't know if they do it now but the like the kill streak system where you get rewards. I don't know if they still do that in Call of Duty. They do. The number one, if you got 25 kills in a row, which I never got, the tactical nuke. nuke. Oh. Yeah. They've kept that. They actually brought that back in, in Warzone now. Uh, I don't know how many kills you have to get, but it's essentially like the drop map, like Fortnite style. Yeah. Where there's like 150 plus people, however many uh, there is. But like, like there is something that you have to do and you can get the tactical nuke and just end the map. I've never gotten it in any of the series, but I, I've heard about it and I've seen like videos on like YouTube of people doing it. I've been nuked and just had like when you hear that, just put your controller down. You hear that like, <laughs> dun -dun, dun -dun, and you're like, oh shit, like it's over. And you know, someone's <laughs> there just like celebrating, loving life because they just got Going 25 in a row. But if we're going to be honest, if you get 25 in a row, you got to be playing like a bitch. You're probably sitting and sniping. I'm not, that's not my game. Like I'm not playing a game to just sit, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm ducking around corners. I'm sliding. I'm trying, I'm probably getting killed. But like when I was in my bag with mo like Modern Warfare 3, the G36C gun. Oof. Which one's that? Like that? My, it, I, it's an assault rifle. Okay. Uh, I can't remember, you know, what it actually looks like, but like I might have had like my highest KD of all time. It was like a three five after hitting the reset. Like you could you get to like a level 100 and you could reset your stats, but you could keep one thing. Yeah, I kept that gun because I think at like level 50 something you would get it. I was like a three five, the highest KD I ever had in a That's video good. game. It was ridiculous. That was stupid, you know, team deathmatch days, though. So it really doesn't mean much if you think about it, because there are probably little kids playing. Right. But like. I, back then, I was that—that that was probably my best gun that I've ever used in a video game. All right, I want to tell you my strategy. I want you to tell me if if I'm one of those bitch players or not. 
Mm-hmm. I so like I don't know how it works now again, but you back in the day you get to have like three perks, right? I like to have the perk that the UAV can't find you. I like to have the perk where your feet are silent. And then I had one more perk where you ran extra fast. So I was like ninja style and I used, mm-hmm. I don't know what the gun's called. It's like a P90. It's like this little tiny yep. submachine gun. And yep. I would just, I would flank the enemy team. So I would run super fast and flank them and just like run around the corner, just light people up like hip fires, yep. light people up. Am I a bitch or no? The, uh, the, no, that's not submachine gun. Isn't the, isn't a bad way to go. Uh, you usually, you're probably running double time to sprint consistently. Yeah. Uh, ghost is the one that you don't get found on UAV. I love that. Cause when, then when they, when you, when you hear like UAV activated on the enemy team, you're it's like, like don't matter, but not only does it not matter cause you know, people are looking at the radar and they think it's clear. So you mm-hmm. can ambush the shit out of people. Is uh is I hope he's watching. If he's not, as one of our good uh, listeners, his name is Zay. He never runs ghost. Every time he hears UAV activated, oh, they can see me because he never, <laughs> never has it on. So like, you just can't be near him. So like, if somebody throws up a UAV, just get away from him because you just know that he's I. I they can see me. That's literally his famous line that he. Has. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> he's got to get that that perk where you take out the enemy UAV. He'd be solid, or like the uh, the kill streak where you can take out the enemy UAV. You used to, yeah. The, I remember with Modern Warfare Three, they had the paper airplanes. Oh, bro, you could um, and, you and, could take down a UAV with that. Yeah, I was gonna say in Modern Warfare Two, at least I remember you had uh, like heat seeking missiles. You could lock under the UAV and take them down yourself. Yep, I used to get points because I think uh, if I remember correctly, Modern Warfare Three had a point system instead of a kill system. So like if you if you took down a counter UAV or a UAV, you would get like two fifty, right? Two hundred fifty points. But like you needed four hundred to get a kill streak. Oh. So like you could take one down, kill two people, and you got a kill streak instead of having to kill. I like four that. People. I yeah, never I played it like, like that because it, it promotes like being a good team player instead of just going for kills. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, I didn't play two. I remember the scene. I might have played it like at some point, but it wasn't a game that I like sat down and played for hours upon hours. Yeah. Because I remember the airplane thing being or the airport thing being a, a huge controversy. I remember that stage, but I I couldn't tell you another map that's on that one, unfortunately. No, that, that's a really good game. And uh, it's the last shooter I actually ever played. Because I got to get into some. There's definitely some good ones that are that have come out since. I can't say that they're out now, but there have definitely been some good so ones since. Here's the thing: it's not that I don't like shooters. This is what happened. I used to play Modern Warfare Two a shit ton. Like I would play three, four hours in the week. And this is back like in college, where like it didn't matter what you know, time didn't matter. And at one point, I was playing. And I'm like, man, there's there's people. I'm pretty good, but there's people better than me. And I don't care as much as them and I'll never be as good as them. So I'm like, why am I even bothering? <laughs> and I just stopped playing. You know what I mean? Cause people are sw- like, what do they call sweaty? Like, I don't know. Is that what it's called? Sweat. Yep. Sweats. Yep. I don't care that much. So like, what am I doing? But like, <clears throat> excuse me. But like, I, I know that I might not be a sweat, right? Whether I'm playing a shooter, I'm playing 2K, I'm playing Madden, but like, I'm trying to dominate. Like that's at the end of the day, just like, oh man, I went to bed go to bed at like i had me three games so i had 20 piece right like i'm happy like i might have only you know gotten it you know three times and and got my ass whooped the other 20 games that i played but like i got a 20 piece three yeah. times i'm happy let me let me live i'm not i'm not a pro gamer um there are there are definitely too many people that you run across they just like dude just don't go into my lobby like why do you have to be in here just just go in your own expert level lobbies like i don't want to just you know spawn jump around a corner and bang headshot like, 
it's not fun for me. Nah, I'm with you. And shout out Pit Boss. Thanks for joining, buddy. Shout out Shy Town. What up? Um, so yeah, solid game number twenty five. Number twenty four, we're gonna skip kind of past because I played it. I don't know if Dee's played Zelda's Major Zelda Majora's Mask. Really good Zelda game, but um, you you wouldn't play that one, right? Oddly enough, I haven't really played any Zelda games outside of the original Nintendo Zelda. Was that Link to the Past? Yeah, that was like the, the very first one that I played was the one that's on. I think it was a gold cartridge. Um, oh no, that's that's uh, you might be thinking of N sixty four. No, it was, it was definitely okay. regular Nintendo. Because, spoiler alert, on this list, there is um, Zelda Orcarina of Time. It was a yellow, a gold cartridge. Um, it was a gold cartridge. It's pretty dope. I'm going to have to look it up because I'm pretty sure it was. I could be I could be incorrect. You might break. Very, Nintendo was a very long time ago for me, like 30 years. Good system, though. Really good system. Yeah. All yep. right, number number twenty three. We both we both stopped at this one, so this is a good game. I, I got I got some theme music lined up. Here's the thing: I usually have it on the touchpad. Today I'm running it all on my phone through my system, so this might be a little you know wonky, but bear with me. If you know it, throw it in the chat. Anyone? I can't give it up. I got the I got the, the cheat sheet. That would be Donkey Kong Country on Super Nintendo. Dope game. I played that a lot. Um, it's so weird. I was a Sony guy and a Sega guy, but I was not Nintendo outside of regular Nintendo. I never owned a N64. No, sorry. I never owned a Super Nintendo. That was the only one I, I did have N64. This was on Super Nintendo. I'd say I didn't have a Super Nintendo. So like, I didn't play it, unfortunately. Okay. So I know had, the game. I just hadn't played it. You had N64? Mm-hmm. So you're thinking of Donkey Kong um, 64. Where it was almost like Crash Bandicoot style? Nah, the one for 64, you could be five characters. You could be Donkey, Diddy, um, Lanky Kong, and I forgot the other two. Mm. Nah. But this game was dope. Um, re- really good. It's got a dope soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. the The aquatic theme, like, is kind of like I don't know, puts me to sleep when it when it when it plays. You could you could turn into some of the animals too. Like in this this theme, you could turn into a swordfish and swim through the water. It was it was a fun game. It was it was uh, one of the Super Nintendo's better games. Fair enough. Yeah. It's Super tough. Nintendo. I feel like. The only game that I can remember playing vividly was, um, I think it was like Madden 96, and you could do like the scouting combine. Like it was the first time that they released it. It was actually, you would hit X and Y to like run. I was just checking out Pit Boss's chat. So Pit, Pit, mm-hmm. Pit, Pit Boss is old head. I like it. I, I definitely- uh, on Atari. Oh man! Never played that. My first system was the Super Nintendo, and I still to this day will say Super Nintendo was the greatest console ever created. You're you don't want to why? You know, you know what I missed? Right, I'll give you yours. You know what I missed though? When your game didn't work, what did you do? Put it in the freezer if you could. <laughs> I don't know where I learned that, but I used to put my games in the freezer. I don't know why it always worked, but you blowing those suckers every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. So hot take, time machine. Um, 
you're saying Super Nintendo was, I think one of, if not the greatest system that never had a chance because it was the Zoom before the iPod. Oh, was it was Dreamcast? Sega Dreamcast. Oh my God. The release date games for Dreamcast was like NBA 2K, NFL 2K, Shenmue, which was an RPG game. Dog, Dreamcast had an incredible lineup and people just couldn't fathom CDs at the time. They were like, no, I can't do CDs. It's gotta be cartridges. Like, I can't, I can't do it. And so like people didn't buy it. It was, I don't understand, but Dreamcast was an incredible, incredible console. I think there's something to say about like timing, right? If you come out with a product mm -hmm. too early and people aren't ready for it, they reject it. Dreamcast yep. definitely was ahead of its time. I remember That's when it came Sega out. Saturn failed too. My mom was like, you either get N64 or Dreamcast. And I was like, ooh, shit. And I went with the 64. And it, Dreamcast looked dope though. Um, yeah, I, I, there were some games that I could continuously play. Like if I had a Dreamcast, I'd pull up Shenmue right now. Old school Chinese game um, or uh, out Asia, we'll say that unfortunately. I don't want to miss, miss I guess, construe the, uh, the area that it is. But it's essentially like an RPG game where somebody kills the main character's parents and you are like seeking revenge throughout the entire like show i mean uh, game but like you have to like move through an open world you have to complete tasks you have to collect money it's an incredible game i don't want to get like i'm going to get sidetracked a little bit because we are going to mm -hmm. skip part of the list because there are games that we have never played collectively but uh pit boss brought up uh, you know tabletop games and i just want you d like if you could pick a single arcade game of all time as your favorite arcade game. Like if you walk into an arcade and you see this game and you have to go play it, do you have one? NFL Blitz. Mm. Was that the one where you just, we just lit people up? There was no rules? Like you just, yep. yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Back in the day when Cordell Stewart was an absolute beast in a video game. Yes. I always like, like this is kind of old school, but um, Galaga, where you're a little ship and you just go up and down and just, and just blast the aliens the coming through. Come down. Yeah. That's, that's an Atari game. Yeah, uh, old school I'm thinking, game. yeah, yeah, I, I liked that old school game. All right, so let's move on to the to, uh, yeah. we're going to stop at the next one just really quick because you said you've never played this game and um, I don't know, man, it's got one of the best soundtracks of all time gaming and I'm, I want you to just, I want you to just hear this, this song and be like, nah, everybody th says this. Tell me, tell me this isn't like the dopest theme song or like song mm -hmm. ever. Obviously you're a hater because you're a PS guy. Sony over Xbox till I die. But like the guitar and instrumentals in the sounds for this game, it's it, it just felt like a cinematic experience. Like you, you feel like you're in a big movie right now, don't you? Didn't they make a Halo movie? They may they they probably made it way after it like ran its course because Halo one through four was dope and then it's kind of like fell off. Yeah, it fell off. Um, fun fact about Halo. Now, imagine if you're going like there's things exploding everywhere, D, right? Everywhere. And you're just, you're in the back of this thing called the Warthog. It's like a, a truck with a machine gun just, just mowing down aliens. And this is all you hear as you're just mowing down alien after alien. Good track, I'll give you that. It definitely has a good track. Um, I've heard it before. A lot of people make uh, make some type of videos off of it. 
just really quick. So, fun fact about Halo is like it is the game, at least Halo Combat Evolved, the first one, that popularized the shield system. They were one of the first. Um, I think they're the first modern shooter to introduce the shield system, where like you have your health bar and you have a shield bar, and the shield bar goes down, and then you can take health damage, and your shield regenerates. They were the ones who introduced it. Ah, oh, that's actually pretty dope. I never thought learn something new every day. Um, because I know that's like that's how every game is now. You're either putting in plates to like plate up as armor before you hit your actual health, um, or you have you know if you're playing. Uh, not Fortnite, because Fortnite does the... the it was very. It's you know, very the, similar to Fortnite, where you have the, the blue bar, but instead yes. of where you have to drink potions or whatever in Fortnite, Potion Halo, if awesome. you just kind of ducked and covered, it would eventually start to regenerate. Um, and just gotcha. one, one last thing is, I, I played Halo a lot. My favorite, one of my favorite guns, which is like the cheesiest gun ever. Have you heard of the Needler? No. <laughs> so it's basically this gun that has a bunch of needle things in it. They're purple. And they're like kind of medium to slow moving projectiles and they're semi heat seeking, right? And if you stick enough of these needles to people, they explode purple. Ooh. It's hard to get people though, cause it's very slow. And if you're not close, you're just kind of fucked. But it, it was a fun gun, very fun. Oddly enough, and I know that it ends up being like this in every game, but part of the reasons why I didn't care for Halo or at least wanting to play is because A, it was too futuristic, I also couldn't get over the fact that if I like, and obviously every game does this too, if I got a headshot on somebody and they have a helmet, it like wasn't going to kill them. But like if I get a headshot in Call of Duty, it's a human being, it should kill them. I know that's a terrible reason because like it's it, no matter what, like it should kill them both. But like I could never get over them. Like Halo, like they're, they're, they're not human beings. They got a helmet on. Like I don't understand. It's robots. It's futuristic. It was just way too much going on for me, as opposed to just two human beings, one gunshot, and you're dead. I mean, if if you shot someone in the head with a 50 cal rifle, like even with a helmet, they're gonna die. True. Like I said, it's a stupid reason, but it's my reason. It's all good. All right, the next three on the list, I think we can just kind of glance by them, right? So 21 is Star Wars Battlefront 2. I love that game. I played that a lot. Um, it, it's a really, it's more of like a uh, multiplayer game, really fun. Mm -hmm. um, but you never played that, so it's not really worth having discussion on. Uh, Doom, I've actually never played any of the Doom games, which might sound terrible, like I'm a bad gamer for that one. What style of game is it? I, I don't even know if it's like an RPG or if it's, it's like a, a shooter. It's a first-person shooter, um, but it's 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 from, I forget what's called the perspective when you're just seeing the gun in front of you. You don't, it's first. a first-person, it's a first-person first. shooter. Um, but like the original one was super popular and it probably was like a trendsetter and set the, the stage for first person shooters going, going forward after that. Um, and then what are we at 19 was fallout new Vegas. I've, I've always heard good things about this game, but I've never had a chance to play it. Yeah, I actually might give it a try. So fallout new Vegas is part of like, I, I pay for this, the PlayStation membership, like the higher tier to get free games. And it's, it's yep. part of the free game package. Um, I've played Fallout 4, and um, is that the only one I've played? Yeah, I've played Fallout 4, which is set in Boston, which is dope as hell because they use actual towns um, and actual landmarks in the Boston area. But I, I like the Fallout games. It's like a RPG, open world, very customizable. Um, and I'm sure, and I've heard New Vegas is the best of the series, so I definitely got to check that one out. I'm, I need to find 
better games to expand my actual catalog because and like i'm glad we're actually doing this same thing that like happened when we did the um the shows and then when we did the movies like it's allowing me to like see more shit um no i haven't watched the office still i talked about no i was asking did you watch welcome wrexham yet no, I started to on the airplane when I was when I was flying up, uh, flying down to Florida, and then like the internet and the plane went down. So it's like, all right, I'm just gonna take a nap. Uh huh. Internet and the I'm plane, saying, sure. Just letting you know, bro. I'm just lie about something like that. I know you would. I know you would. I know you would. <laughs> yeah, if you get a chance, man. You said you liked um, Skyrim, and yeah. Fallout is very, very, very similar to okay. Skyrim in the customization. It's just they got a different system for VATs. Which essentially like you can slow time down and like aim your gun at specific body parts. So you can you can like blast a mutant's leg off and make him start crawling and shit like that. It's it's dope. That's like Michael in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. And like you can slow down time so you can stop. We, we won't talk about all the games that are on the list, yeah. but yeah, that's that's nice. All right. So we'll actually talk, get to a game really quickly we're gonna stop it. And we this is the game that got us this onto is this. This, this is, is it. This caused it. This ain't even the soundtrack that I wanted to hear, but you gotta hit him with the pause menu music. Oh, the pause menu. So this? You gotta wait for it to build, because it's crazy. We're saying this shit, this shit hits hard. Dr. Dre, would you need? Do you, do you ready to freestyle over this? <laughs> well, it, yeah, GoldenEye 007 on N64. The original screen watching game, like everybody looked at everybody's screens. I don't care if you put a sheet up and you put four sheets and you were like, oh, screen watch. Everybody was screen watching this game. And I think, I don't know if we said it on air or off air. But for those, and I'm gonna look right at the camera when I say this, for those of you that chose odd job and threw hats at people, y'all a bunch of bitches. That, we're just gonna stop it at that. Well, at least for me, that y'all a bunch of bitches for using odd job and throwing hats at people. I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but I'm a bitch because I liked the proximity mines. And I would throw them all over the place and just let people blow up. <laughs> I had, a, for some weird reason, a fixation with the stupid pencil gun. It was essentially the AK. But it looked like a pencil, like a tip of like an old color pencil back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I just love that gun. Every time I grab, I'm like, "Yeah, baby, let's go!" But it was a terrible gun, and obviously was one of the worst in the game. They had um, an electrical gun too, I believe, which is pretty dope. It was a laser. There was a laser. The laser. It, remember when, like, you get hit and it's like you breathe like, <laughs> like anytime yes, somebody yes, hits you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know it was mad fun actually with that game because uh, let's be honest, Goldeneye 007, and you can throw your hate if you want at me. The actual game itself, you know, like the single player campaign, not that great. But the reason why this is on the list because the multiplayer was so, so good. So good. Absolutely. And if you've never played Goldeneye 007 with no weapons and playing only karate chop mode, <laughs> Those are the best. You have like four people running around cry chopping the shit. Yep, I forgot about that. Yep, uh, that was like that was the the fist fights before the fist fights in 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 modern warfare games. Now, all right, talk talking about fist fights.
long build-up. That's not, that's not the music I was hoping for. I'm mm. learning. I'm learning. I was going for Super Smash Brothers. Um, Super Smash Bros. Melee is number 17 on the list. And you said you hated Super Smash Bros., which I was surprised at. Yeah, I, I just never played it. I wasn't a GameCube guy. Um, I know that they play it. I think it's also on N64, is it? Uh, they, they've, uh, yeah, it, they, it's on N64, it's on GameCube, it's on all the subsequent consoles. Wii, um, yeah. I don't even know what's out now. Uh, Switch, it's on everything. I never got into it, unfortunately. There's a lot going on, and I this is coming from a guy that I used to get in on like some Dragon Ball Z games, but like your old school, you know, um, Mortal Kombat with like your whole bunch of button mashing and whatnot. But there's just so much chaos in Super Smash Bros. Like four or eight characters in one map, and some people are getting thrown off of an island. Four, yeah, four people getting thrown off an island, but like you can catch your, you know, at the bottom piece of the island and then jump back. There's a lot going on. It's just my brain can't, can't, I guess, like put together everything that needs to happen to win. So I've always just been pass when it comes to that game. So for me, first of all, I think what you're doing wrong is the, the way you got to play is if, you know, like you can hold a shield button, have like this little circle around you. All you do, everyone just tumble left and right because you throw the shield and you can roll left and right. Um, but Super Smash Bros. is a fantastic, fantastic fighter game. Sheerly because of the level of customization and strategy, because there's 30, 50 characters and all of them are completely different to play with. So you can approach the game however you want. And depending on who you're fighting, the entirety of, you know, the, the fighting is completely different. Like you can pick like a, this is not on the list. Like for example, Street Fighter 2, great fighting game, but all the characters do pretty much the same thing. There's some differences and nuances and special moves. But I mean, Super Smash Brothers, Pikachu fights way different than Jigglypuff or Captain Falcon Donkey or Donkey Kong or Bowser or Mario. So like really just really great fun fighting game and to just use all the this Nintendo characters. And by the way, I have a little beef with Nintendo actually. <laughs> I've been saying this for years. They need to just make new shit because all they do is just recycle. jump on nostalgia and recycle the same shit over and over and over again. They don't do anything but new. <laughs> It's a it's a it's a system that keeps it's an everlasting system, right? Like Nintendo was around when we were kids. Nintendo was around when we were teenagers. Like you're saying, Nintendo's around for when we have kids because everybody likes those style of games. It's not too difficult to pick up and play compared to if you look at like uh, let's just use Madden for an example. Madden from 2000 to what you have right now. It's so complex. People just want to get on the sticks and play a game and not have to read the instructions manual, which is the reason why Nintendo caters towards kids because like they're they're always going to want to play video games. I mean, they have a great business model. They don't have to make games that are visually appeasing. They can just capture on the characters and nostalgia, change a few things here or there. They're going to sell. And they're actually, you know what's crazy? I But last time I checked, the Nintendo Switch is the best-selling console of all time. Nice. So, I mean, I know they do it really well. PS5, you can't even fucking get them still for some weird reason. So they can't be the highest selling if you still can't get them. Don't get me started on PS5. <laughs> when you bought your PS5, did you have to buy a bundle? No, I was actually part of the original wave where I, I waited in line at GameStop to get a ticket. I was ticket number nine and there was only nine being sold at that place. I had to buy so many trash games <laughs> in a That's bundle. The worst. Fucking yeah. GameStop, man. 
Yep, they got you. They they got everybody. If you weren't the original wave, they got you. Unfortunately, <laughs> they said they sold me MLB the Show, which I played twice, and Gran Turismo Seven or whatever. I, see, I, Gran Turismo is actually a free game now on the PS. Um, yeah, fortunately on the PS Network. Um, I thought about getting it, and then the show. If you, so I'm not a baseball like guy, but I actually love playing the show. It's a great intermediate game from when you no longer want to play 2K or Madden and that like month of nothing being released you pick up and you know pick up the show you hit a bunch of home runs you try to make it to the show and then you're good to go yeah that see that's the thing i i've never played as um you know like a prospect i always try to be a, like the front office gm you know but the thing is there's 182 games you know i can a play lot. madden and 62. play all my games there's just too many games 62. Um, even with like NBA, like 2K, if I play the season, I like to play a, like a 24 game. You can make a short season or something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. So Smash Melee's, num- Melee's number 17. Number 16 is... Have you ever played this game, number 16? Mario Kart 64? Isn't that the original game that everybody plays like drunkenly? Like... Oh my God! I'm glad we went down this road because yeah, dr- I, I forgot all about this. Let's just make the okay. make it all drunk driver. Have you ever played drunk I, driver before? I, I think I know where you're going with this. Is this where you have to play the map backwards or something like that? All right. So if you're not familiar, Mario Kart 64 is a game for children. You drive around in little go karts with you know Nintendo Mario characters. Drunk driver is one of the best pre-game drinking games in the world. <laughs> and here's how you play. You start a map, um, you do three laps usually in Mario Kart, and you start with a full can of beer. The rule is you're not allowed to drink and drive. So what you got to do is if you want to drink the beer, and also second rule is you have to finish the beer before the race ends. So you have to come to a complete stop, chug your beer, put the beer down, and just continue to race. So everyone's coming to complete stops, chugging beer, um, and racing. Here's Here's the pro tip, the best way to do it. Don't even start the race. Just stay in the back, pound your full beer, and then just go for three laps. And then just go. No, that's actually a really strong. I was going to say go through the race and then drink at the end um, while everybody's stopping. But I guess the start yeah. is, 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 is just as good. The way Mario Kart works is if you're farther back in the pack, you get better pickups. Uh, so you start, you just pound the beer, get all the way to the last place, and then you're just like gone. Boom. Later on. That's a cheat sheet mode right there. But I like it. I get I, I I feel like I vaguely played it when everybody was in college, but like it's not something that I remember out of college. But I, I definitely, rem- I I think I, I, I might have played it a couple times. Yeah, solid game. All right, so let's just you know bang through a couple really. The next quick. couple are kind of yeah. Be- so we'll just say the next th- wow three or four actually right in a row. Uh, mm-hmm. Number fifteen is Minecraft. I never played Minecraft. It's it's more like I feel like it's for like littler kids, um, but it seems dope. Like it seems like a cool concept. Never played it. I got really nothing to go. I know I understand it where like you're building a whole bunch of stuff. Like nowadays kids like play 2K on Minecraft um, because they're incredibly gifted and talented with creations, but I've never played it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so number 14 is God of War, which I'm surprised you never played God of War because you're a PlayStation guy and God of War is one of those PlayStation, uh, what, like a uh, original I've been told by a few people to play it, to like add it to your, I guess, gaming catalog. I just, I don't want to say it's time, it's laziness. Like I just haven't had the ability to want to buy it and then play it, unfortunately. Number 13, I gave it a try. And actually this is gonna be crazy. 
Well, number 13, people think of as like one of the best games of all time. The Witcher 3. I tried Witcher. I did not like The Witcher. And I gave up like within seven hours of playing it. And the reason why is I need a game where you can like train almost and get your character better. Yes. And The Witcher is one of those games where when your character gets better, the enemies get better as well. So to me, it's like, what is the point of not just trying to blow through the game immediately? Right. There's no development. There's zero development in that game. I mean, it's beautiful. And I guess the story is really good, but it ain't for me. It ain't for me at all. I know that it's not on the list, uh, spoiler alert, but The Division was an incredible game, which is very, uh, it sounds like it's similar, but the far, like you said, the farther you get into the game, you, you kind of like going level. Like it's just, you're not getting better guns. You're just getting better with the gun that you have. Right. And it's like, when you get to a certain spot, you're just like, all right, I can't, I can't increase my ability anymore. Why do I even want to finish this game? Like it's essentially just making it, it's essentially the same thing over and over. Um, so like, yeah, I, it, I've, I've come across those before. All right. And then number 12, a very good game. You played this one before super Mario brothers three, the one with the tail, uh, super Nintendo mm-hmm. game. Yep. Uh, I think I might've played it on regular Nintendo. Um, or maybe it was a, a super Nintendo game. Not sure. Uh, but I remember that's the one that he has like the orange tail in the back or something like that. All right. And I think, so we're at 11. Um, we'll do number 11. We're going to stop at 11 and talk about number 11. Cause we both have shared interest in this game. And then we'll do Frizz's five right after that and just bang through the rest of the list. Um, I'm hoping this is a good song for number 11. I don't, I hadn't checked this music yet, but uh, we'll see if this is uh, gives it away. This is what I wanted. If you hear this start, you'll know exactly what this is from. Number 11 is The Elder Scrolls Skyrim, which is one of my top two or three favorite games of all time, just because of all the games I've ever played, this one might have the best playability as far as like repeat playing. Like I can, I've played it, I've probably logged in my life, this is going to sound terrible, 200 hours of Skyrim. And I could just pick it up tomorrow and start a new game and not be bored at all. So I played it a very long time ago. And like you were talking about with customization games, I love the fact that there was so, so much, much that you could do and you could get sidetracked with stuff. Like you have a quest, but like you have a mini quest where like, oh, I want to rob this locker. But in order for me to rob this locker, I have to pick a lock. And like you're picking a lock, but you only have four picks. Like it's it's little things like that, and then like you break all your picks. That I gotta go find more so I can try to rob this guy again. It's little things like that make me continuously play a game. Um, so I'm a big fan of Skyrim. You know, shout out to one of our old listeners, uh, original listeners, Ty. He his brother got me into uh, Sky to the Skyrim, I guess, like phase. So I don't know how much you played a Skyrim. Did you ever do the Thief Guild quest? I. So the thing is, I I haven't beaten the game. 
I've only played it at like certain points. Okay. But I loved playing it when I did. Because I'm going to say the Thief's Guild quest, the like at, close to the very end, there's an item where it's an unbreakable pick. And you can return it and finish the quest line, but I always got that pick and kept that sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you return it? What would be the benefit of giving it back? Uh, you finish the quest line, you get some sort of item, like suit or something that's not even as good as the pick. But dude, having that unbreakable pick was so clutch. Um, I do have a question. So I, I, would, I would play Skyrim and I would try every time to make something different. Like I'd always want to make a different character because I, I played it one way through one type of build and I'm like I want to try something new the next time I play but every time I just got sucked down the same rabbit hole of like the type of player and I'm curious what your play style was because I'll tell you mine after yours I honestly can't even remember a play style I just know that I just played an open world game like I know okay. that's not the answer that you're looking for but I I just I enjoyed the open world is because it was different than anything that I typically play which is sports maybe this will this will jog your mind. so I would always be sneaky and I use bow and arrows from afar and I would always cr craft these poisons and put them on my bow and just fuck people up with them I always <laughs> just stayed in the stayed in the shadows and just just knock people out like from like a hundred yards away stealth. That's baby. like some Assassin's Creed shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you could be like magic. You could be like brute force. Not for me. Stealth assassin baby all day. All Nothing right. Wrong with that. Let's get to the first is five. Um, I'm, I'm curious how this is going to go. It's video game themed. Let's do it. Is yes, there prepare yourselves for the greatest and most unique segment in podcast history. Let's rank some stuff with D. It's time for Frizz's five. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, D, what are we doing today? So to stick with the video game theme, I'm going with Frizz's top five playable characters of all time. Interesting. So the theme, oh, yeah, the theme for this one is basically characters that you were able to be, not just go against. Uh, some of them, or at least I know one of them was a, a, an unlock in a later game in the series. These are all over the place, right? I'm typically a sports guy, but these are all non-sports related. I doubt you have the music for them, but let's just ride with it. Number five, I'm starting off with an old school game because I love the theme about it. It's Titus from Final Fantasy X. Bro, Final Fantasy X is absolutely one of my favorite games of all time. Big time. So I actually remember playing this religiously for hours upon hours especially when you got to the section of blitzball blitzball Bro, underwater blitzball soccer was, was like incredible and there was a part where like the first team that you played was like very talented and you couldn't beat them i was like i'm beating these motherfuckers i don't care if i have to keep resetting my playstation i'm going to beat them and i did like it was like one nothing or something like that but i made sure to make like to beat that level uh, because I, I wanted to. I was like, I, Blitzball was a dope game. If they made it a game in itself, I probably would buy it. Yeah, I like how every Final Fantasy is getting sidetracked. This episode is going to be like five hours long. But every Final Fantasy had like a little mini, I don't know, game to play. And Blitzball was one of the best, if not the best. The card games in the previous versions were pretty dope. But the Blitzball, mm -hmm. Blitzball is dope. But you could scout players, which was pretty cool. You could go around the world yep. and scout players. 
It was fucking awesome. Uh, number four, I'm gonna throw this up because it's an old school game, and the main character slash characters don't have names. They're just basically based off of their, I guess, cartridges that you bought, and it's red and blue from Pokemon. Oh, so the main the main character. Yeah, right. Essentially, Ash Ketchum, right? But like everything about Pokemon was dope. Like we grew up in the best video game age because whether you played red, blue, yellow, crystal, you know, ruby red, fire green, whatever the hell all those colors were, like I loved all of those games. But like your character that you were able to be in red and blue, like, and then when yellow came out, you could have Pikachu follow behind you. Fucking loved that. Loved everything about every Pokemon game. Trying to get those badges. Trying to you know beat the the final four. Can't even remember what they're called. Elite, like four, the, elite four, the elite four, yeah. Like I, I loved everything about the Pokemon games. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's a great game. It hasn't been said yet in the top twenty-five. I have a feeling it's up there. I have a feeling it's up there. Just might be. It's definitely a game that you could pull out. If I had my Nintendo DS, I'd play it right now. Like if I found out, like, oh shit, red, let's go. Um, emulator, red. emulator. Everybody says that. I just don't got the time to do that. Uh, lazy. It's it's a laziness thing. I, I have the time to do it. I'm just being very lazy. But number three, I can promise you you've never played this one. But I love this game. It was old school, just mayhem playing it. And it was Lu Bu from Dynasty Warriors. Lu Bu was a badass motherfucker. And if you don't know who this dude is, go YouTube what you could do. I think it was like Dynasty Warriors 1 through 4. You couldn't be him. All you could do is go against him. And then I think 5 came out and you could create a character or you could select any character in the game and try to take over the Ming dynasties and whatnot. Bro, this man was a fucking nightmare. Absolute menace with a staff. Loved all Dynasty Warrior games. But when it comes... was that? Is that Lu Bu? Let's go! That man was an absolute problem. I've never never played Dynasty Warriors. That guy looks like a really? badass. Nah. So yeah, it's essentially it's not a it's open world, but not open world. There's a campaign mode where you're essentially trying to take over certain sections of like the Asian dynasty, right? Okay. And you you can be a character. You have a certain clan, and like you crew, you try to get your clan to be as big as possible. But you are the badass that goes in and just takes down everybody. Uh, I loved it. It was nonsense gaming back in the day, obviously, when we were kids. But it's definitely a recommended game if you guys haven't played it before. I like the list so far. It's a dope list. Let's go. Number two, it just gets better and better. And the only reason why it can't be number one is because number one is just too fucking dominant. It's easily Carl Johnson, CJ from San Andreas, baby. Yeah. I wish you played the music for it. I know there was no, I couldn't prepare you for nah, it. It's I all good. To be surprised. But Carl Johnson, not only is it one of the best games of all time, but the, the characterization that you could do, if you ate too much fast food, you got fat, right? If you went to the gym all the time, you got buff and your strength got bigger. Like you had to ride a bike to get your stamina up. That was the first time that you could jump into the water and you could actually swim. So you could get just, you can get your lung capacity up. You can get your shooting skills up. CJ's character was just a badass, just coming back and trying to take out everybody in the hood that, that killed his moms. So, like, it was just a great story mode. It was a great character. That dude was just, he's an absolute OG for any video game. Love it. Number one, you can hit him <laughs> off with the sound for this. 
It's my motherfucking guy, Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. Dude, and I'm not even talking some of the later games that have come out because I haven't played it, but the original Metal Gear Solid game, absolutely incredible when it came to hitting every emotion that you could have as a child for playing a video game. Excitement, fear, emotional, scaredness. Like it, it was literally everything packed into one video game. And it was a bird's eye view, right? Bird's eye shooter. Like, how hard is that? It's fucking impossible to play here nowadays. I think last episode we talked about how you got a PlayStation for Christmas and you had the demo disc, right? Mm-hmm. And my introduction to Metal Gear Solid was the demo disc. And I didn't know level. what the fuck I was doing, but I would play the demo disc and all I would do is smoke cigarettes and hide in the box. <laughs> it was great when you could... You could hide underneath the truck and like the, the you know, the enemies would see your footprints and, huh? What was huh? this? Huh? What was that noise? Hmm. <laughs> Just point or like you hear the noise and, when they know where you are and then they would play the music from speed. I don't know if you ever noticed that there was the same music or the nah. same thing. It's when you died. It's, yeah, it's the same theme from the movie Speed uh, with Keanu oh, Reeves. Shit. Big, I, I got to check that out. I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. I caught on to that one. But yeah, man, that's my five again. It's my top five. It ain't your top five. I don't have, I honestly don't have that many grievances with those. There's obviously some historic Nintendo characters you could have added, mm-hmm. you know, like Link, Mario, but like, Mario. but that's solid. I like, I like Snake being number one. He's a bad, he's like one of the original badasses of, mm-hmm. uh, of gaming. I dig it. I dig it. Good, good segment. Appreciate you. All right, let's let's jump back to this. Let's just bang through these last couple because I know we've been running a little long. Um, I don't know if you've ever played this game. My favorite Zelda game of all time, uh, and one of, one of the dopest soundtracks. I like the the woods theme, so I'll play that. But uh, Ocarina of Time, the gold game. Do you remember that at all? I didn't play Zelda outside of the original one from Nintendo. Uh, I'm trying to think. It, it definitely was when it came out. One of the one of the most how do I describe it? It definitely changed the game. You know, like they came, it came out when the, the 3d games first started, you know, like you know, those big boxy 3d characters. And it was mm-hmm. definitely at the time, the most advanced game. It definitely set um, the tone for being an open world 3d game. And uh, yeah, great game. Great game. Great game. I would have loved to get into it. I think I wanted to play more. Um, oh man, I can't even remember it now. It's a Disney game, but it, you could Kingdom be Hearts. that. Kingdom Hearts. I love that game. I've never played Kingdom Hearts, and it's actually free for the PlayStation uh, store now, like for the Plus membership, so I might actually give that a go. Yep. Big it, fan of that it's game. It's worth it, huh? It's worth it, that playing that game? Yes, 100%. I didn't even hear you said that. My bad. I don't know if you cut in or out. For y'all that are listening to my, we usually don't go deaf like that. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely worth it if you get a chance to play, especially if it's free. Yeah, all right. And now uh, I will... I. I, I, I was remiss to not play the theme before because, uh, well, I didn't want to to play it too early, but. Number nine, Grant, that thought I'll San Andreas. I know you were looking for the theme when you said CJ, but I I didn't want to play it twice. I was saving it for the list. Uh, 
Dude, I mean, you you highlighted already why that game was so good. The customization within a Grand Theft Auto game. The first game you could fly a plane, I believe, in the Grand Theft Auto mm -hmm. series. Um, the first time you could swim. Dude, that game, I, I want to go back and play it now, today. I have it on my PS5 as a playable game. Um, you can hit the casino. Sorry, you can hit the horses. You can the racetrack, essentially, digital horses. Like... You could go shoot up ballers if you wanted to. You could go on the beach and ride, you know, ride a jet ski. So much shit that you could do in that game. Uh, definitely, I can't even say ahead of its time. It was like perfect for timing in video games. Essentially, a movie with it being a video game. All right, so like, let's do the last couple really quick, or the last couple of the next few really quick because they're all very good games. Um, but I want to save some time for the top two. Or three because they definitely deserve some love. Number number eight, Super Mario World for Super Nintendo. I don't. You said you've never really played Super Nintendo, so you don't have good familiarity. Just a really, really, really fun game. Really good game. I just. I, it's hard to explain it. Um, just a classic game. Number seven, Red Dead Redemption One. It's a Rockstar game, um, and obviously open world. You can do a whole bunch of cool shit. Have you played Red Dead Redemption at all? We talked, yeah, we talked about it off air. I really wasn't introduced to, to Red Dead Redemption. Um, I never played it, unfortunately. I know that it's essentially Grand Theft Auto, but like back in like the 1800s on horses. Um, I know the concept of it. Never really, I guess, got into it. Probably because I was more of a Grand Theft Auto, and I'm very one-sided, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's very similar to Grand Theft Auto set in the Old West. Um, the storyline's really good. I would say if you're going to give it a try, I would I would implore you to try Red Dead Redemption Two. Spoiler alert: It's still on this list to come. It is the probably my number one game I've ever played in my life. It's that okay. good. It's that good. I'll tell you why later. Um, number six: The Last of Us, a PlayStation exclusive. I, I tried, I'll be honest, I played a little bit of The Last of Us, but it's actually a really tough game. <laughs> it's really difficult. Um, have you What's played it about? I, I don't know. I literally don't know anything about it. I just see the 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 banner of like the, the father and like the, yeah. the, the child. I, I didn't play too much, but basically the synopsis is kind of like The Walking Dead and the fact that there's some sort of virus. Um, or something that infects people and they become this sort of mutated fungus like person. Um, they don't, they don't have a vision, right? Um, so do they have vision? No, it like sometimes it goes over their head. Um, but basically you, you you have to try to like avoid all these things. Um, you know, you have to be stealthy, a little bit quiet. I mean, you could try to use some, some brute force, but uh, it's not going to do well for you. Uh, and it's kind of like stealthy, it's it's a very tough game because if those suckers grab you, you're done. It's like if you get caught, it's over. Um, number five, I kind of found this one blasphemous. I kind of understand why they put it at five, but number five is Grand Theft Auto Five. Can you find? Can you think of a good case of it being above San Andreas as far as because its ranking? It's the latest of it. Revision. It's um, what's that? Don't get caught up in certain history. I can't remember the phrase that it is, but it's because it's been around for as long as it and it has. And people have played it more than they've played San Andreas. There's a new wave of people introduced to the Rockstar games with Grand Theft Auto V because remember this game came out 10 years ago. We were at, we were in college, but there were also 10 year olds that were playing it. You see what I'm saying? So like that's a big genre of people that can play that game compared to San Andreas that came out when we were teenagers. 
if you didn't grow up in the San Andreas time frame, you really don't know too much about it. But a lot of people know more about Grand Theft Auto Five, which is essentially Grand uh, G- San Andreas on next gen. Yeah, I guess the only case you have for Five over San Andreas is that the online per- like part yes. of it, where it just it it's adds crazy. It adds such a, like a huge <laughs> different element, and I guess like the online. I've never played GTA Online, but I guess it's it's like a game in itself. It's just that massive. Mm-hmm. It is. It's essentially the you know Los Santos, but like we, uh, me and my crew, we played it for a couple of months, and it was well worth it. Um, there's a lot that you can do. The customization in game still stays the same, but essentially you're in a world with other people online. So you got to think if you're driving a car, guess who's going to try to rob you shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like it's it's essentially just <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, Bro, but just with more people. I saw the funniest. I don't know if it was like Instagram video or TikTok, but basically um, there's this dude and he's streaming and black he goes, dude. what's up? This is the black dude that like gets caught with like cops and whatnot. No, 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 no. Oh, I've seen uh. that. That's, that's uh, San Andreas. <laughs> and he gets, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but uh, I'm thinking about, so some dude goes to steal a car and oh, I know what video he about gets yeah, in the car and he starts driving off. The guy's like, you better put that car back, motherfucker. He's like, what? Yeah, the guy's I'm like, what? I'm in here. I'm gonna kill you. I'm I'm in here. And the guy's like the guy starts laughing. He's like, oh shit. He's like, yeah, put that car back. He's like, my you bad, see, my you bad. Can see him changing like obviously the camera view in his mind. <laughs> just like, oh, this guy's really next to me. And he's like, just bring it back, bro. Just bring it back. <laughs> I love that man. That was awesome. You just the guy just the guy could laugh out of it. You got out of the car. Just that's it. Yeah, because you you lose a lot of shit when you die. So like people don't want to get killed because I mean, granted, it's not just money, but like you lose a lot of your ammo and whatnot. Yeah, uh, and then you got to buy that shit back, and money is not easy to come by online in that game. I like that. That was that was my funny. All right, number four, we're getting that. So GTA's top five. Um, GTA five's top five. Number four, a game you've never really played because you didn't play uh, N sixty four. Did you play N sixty four? I did play N sixty four. Did you play, uh, play uh, Super, Super Mario sixty four? Yep, this is the one where you could grab the Bowser's tail and throw, swing him around and throw him off of the off yes. of the aisle. Yeah, I played that one a lot. Let me ask you this question, and I want this. This will let us know for friends. Have you ever on the ice level when you give when you there's a mission one where I guess mission a quest where you have to get the baby penguin and bring it to its mama, right? You know what I'm talking have about? Have you ever kicked the penguin off of the map, bro? Every time that mama gives me the star, I'm like, "Fuck your baby!" And I threw it off the map. <laughs> Yes, everybody has done that. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we were kids. You got to think it's just met you're a menace when you're a child back then. Like, oh, this thing lets me see the prop. The problem is like when you're a kid, you did it first, like just running in the map and you just did it. And you're like, ooh. And so like a little, you know, the light bulb goes off. And it's like, well, there's an end to this map. Let me see if I can kick him off. Everybody, every kid did that, right? They did it first by accident and they go, wait a minute, let me see if I can kill this penguin. Oh, I can. <laughs> Bro, the best part is like when you, when you drop it, just like, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. Thanks for the star, bitch. Yeah. Uh, gr- great game. I honestly wish I could play that today. Um, I know I was telling you before, so um, Nintendo re-release like the mini version of the Nintendo original and Super Nintendo. If they ever re-release N64 with like preloaded games, I'm buying that thing in a heartbeat because good God, I would love to play this game again. 
Um, all right, number three. I'm just gonna hit it with the music, and then then we can get right into it because we I didn't I didn't engage you in the conversation earlier because I didn't want to you know surprise the list. But number three, and you would have known. Yep. Pokemon Pokemon Red and Blue uh, is number three on the all time video game list, and uh, well deserved. As it should be. Uh, not only just playability, like replayability, but just like the pure amount of stuff in the video game itself. Um, obviously, the, the biggest choice of all time that you could have as a kid. Do you go with Charizard? Do you go with Squirtle? Do you go with Bulbasaur? Motherfucking Team Squirtle all day. It's always Squirtle Squad, baby. Always Squirtle Squad. Oh, yes. So that, that game was incredible. I love Charmander, you know, back in the day. And then, like, as you got old, you were like, ah, fuck that, man. Squirtle Squad for life. Uh, essentially, like, Grove Street. Um, but, yeah, you could, you could just do so much. And then, like, you know, you got the introduction of the bike. And then, like, when you were playing the original game. I'm a, I'm a hacker, unfortunately. I was that guy. So, like, when you were playing the original Game Boy, you could do certain things on, on Saffron Island to get Mew. I fucking love that. And I could get unlimited rare candies. I love Bruh, that. You I was in Saffron City Evolution every fucking Eevee. I wanted Jolteon. I wanted Flareon. I wanted Volpleryon, whatever they call it. I wanted all that shit. So, yeah, I definitely love that game. Well deserved to be in the top three. Yeah, my, my biggest grievance with the Pokemon series is that some Pokemon required trading to evolve them, which was kind of mm-hmm. bullshit. Machamp. Um, yeah, because, like, you'd have to get the... They, they forced you to buy cable that link. cable. That yeah. cable link, bro. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't like that, but obviously Team Squirtle, you know what was really hard is when you played Pokemon Yellow, and you start with Pikachu, and the first fucking gym is a rock gym, and you're like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I I literally just got my you had Pikachu. had to tackle and just hope it worked. Bro, I tackled this shit out of Onyx for like 20 minutes and finally knocked them down. It's mm-hmm. crazy. You know, the worst is just like you accidentally forget to press down right and you just hit down and it was thunder or like thunderbolt and just no like no effect. There's oh, like no effect. Great. Here, here's Thanks. the worst. Is <laughs> I definitely got went to the battle once, ran out of tackle because I couldn't take them out and had to waste all of like, you know, if you use all of your shit up, you could like do some like sort of like wiggle move and you hurt yourself and the other guy. I got mm-hmm. to that point to, to try to beat Brock. <laughs> the worst, man. Uh, good game. Is there, any, is there any Pokemon that always made your final six? Because like obviously you have to be selective when you when you collect them along the way because like you can't just throw anyone in the squad, right? You have to build them up slowly to get the right guys. Yeah, I know that I always had, you know, Squirtle was there, but if you get rid of the original three, I know that I always had Gyarados. Um, That's a good one. Jolteon was for me because Swift never missed. If you could get Dragonite before you could get to um, the Elite Four. And after that, I, I cannot remember, unfortunately, like any other three, but those are like my top three that I can I 100% bring into every battle. Um. I was always a fan of. Uh, wow, why am I drawing a blank? Not Mew. What's the uh, psych- the psychic one? Kadabra. Abra. Abra Kadabra. Oh yeah. Like Abra Kadabra because that recovery moves dope. I was actually a big fan of uh, when I was a kid of Haunter. Mm-hmm. So I'd have Haunter Kadabra, which again, this is why I was pissed off. Two Pokemon you have to trade to evolve, which is bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I always got dicked there. Um, <laughs> and uh, strangely enough, Butter Butterfree was pretty good. Don't hate Butterfree was pretty dope. A what? Psych- psychic uh, flying bug with like sleep powder, poison powder, and like the stun powder. 
It was pretty good. No, you missed me with that one. Unfortunately, I wasn't a plant guy. I don't like any of the plant Pokemon. If I think about it, um, nope. Yeah, good game, good game. All right, so number two again. So I alluded to this one earlier. Mm-hmm. My favorite game of all time, Red Dead Redemption Two. I implore you, man. It, it's this is a long game. It's a Rockstar game. Funny enough, top ten has. Four Rockstar games, so clearly they're doing something right. Rockstar, mm-hmm. uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. This storyline is fantastic. the The world is so wide open. It's like the graphics are beautiful. Um, there's like side quests where you can go hunting. You can hunt mountain lions and coyotes and wolves and shit like that. Um, just man, that game. Like it feels like a movie the whole time, and when it ends, it has such a good ending that you're just like, "Damn, that was like an ending to an amazing movie." It just felt so good. I was so sad when it ended, um, dude. Red Dead Redemption Two, you gotta try it. I have to definitely put it in the catalog of games to play. Um, you did good justice with that by saying it's like a movie. You also went down the Oregon Trail, saying that you could kill bears, lions, and tigers. Uh, so I'll, <laughs> I definitely like that as a side quest if I do get a chance to play that. Um, haven't played it before. I, I, I've never got a chance to play any of the Red Dead Redemption series, but it's definitely on the list to play after something like this. Um, and then number one is going to be kind of anticlimactic because neither of us has played it, and <laughs> we're probably <laughs> never going to play. Um, I'll give you a drum roll. <laughs> anticlimactic number one was Legend of Zelda: Breath of Wind. It's it's the Zelda for I think the Switch. So it, I guess it mm-hmm. was very good. It was super popular. I just stopped playing Zelda a long time ago. I don't have a Switch, but yeah, I don't know. I, as you as I said many times, outside of the very first Zelda game, I really didn't play any of them. Um, very similar to what we were talking about with Rockstar, Zelda's got three games. I think maybe four in the top twenty-five of all time. So like they're clearly good games. It just doesn't tickle my fancy for me to get up there and want to play it. Um, so I, I can't see myself buying a Switch just to play Zelda. Yeah, I, that was that was a fun activity. I was one through twenty-five. That was took way longer than I thought. I hope you guys we didn't bore you along the way. There was a lot of games that we just didn't know about, but the ones we stopped on were fun to fun to chat about. But um, all right, let's close this out. Closing time. I feel like in in the you know spirit of today, I have a different song for closing time, and I'm playing it off of my my phone. So I'm hoping I jump in the right spot. Um, this was pretty dope, though. I'm I was digging it earlier. And if you're asking yourself at home, is that the Zelda theme but a club remix? The answer is yes. <laughs> I wish there's, there's only a couple of you guys watching live, but he's dancing to that on in, in the in the screen was fantastic. It, Again, catch it on Twitch tomorrow if you guys get a chance because it goes up live for you, or goes as a rerun for you all. Yeah, this is a good time to just say like. I know there's people watching on podcast. There's people watching live. I appreciate both of you guys, but man, 
you're missing out on so much good stuff if you're not seeing all the dumb shit we're doing actually in person. So check us out, uh, Twitch dfrizzy underscore frizz five, um, and we're on YouTube as well. It's easy, actually. Go to our website. Uh, we actually we have a website now. Shout out to us, uh, frizzinthegrizz.com. It's got all of the information for D's Twitch. Um, everything for the show, so check that out. But yeah, this is a closing takes. This is the time of the show where we get to kind of close up on anything that we forgot to mention earlier. I want to go first today because I didn't have an idea of what I wanted to do until like maybe 10 minutes ago. And when you started talking about Final Fantasy, it got me thinking. I I loved Final Fantasy. Those were my favorite <laughs> games number Number eight is my favorite game of all time. Well, I said it. I've said like five games, my favorite game of all time. You have, but I get it. I said it's I definitely in the top five of all time. Um, I love number nine. I love number 10. Here's the thing. You guys lost me when you got rid of the turn-based system. I fucking hate the new design mm. because it's nonstop action. You got to program shit. You have to be like intense the whole time fighting. I wanted to sit back, take my sweet ass time, Pick a turn, do my thing, press the button, let the game play itself, have a beer, relax. If please go back to turn-based system with Final Fantasy, and I will be so back so fast. I have again, I haven't played a Final Fantasy game in quite some time, so I didn't know. I didn't know that they got rid of the uh, the Pokemon style. It's I gone. Battle, it's gone. You hit you battle. You hit my battle. It's, I hit. It's non-stop action now. There's no breaks in the action. And you have to like quickly program everything. It's just, it's I find it to be stressful now. So I stopped <laughs> playing. I gave up. Well, I'm not going video games. I'm actually going to throw in some sports to end this because I know it is still a sports podcast. So I'm going to throw it out there. For y'all that did not listen to us during our fantasy football, I'd say recap or not recap, the draft. Yes, I am on the cusp of being in two finals this weekend. If you'd have followed what we said when we did our draft, when we did our, you know, who's going to be a bust, who's going to be a, a boomer, who are sleepers. Again, we might not be experts, but we know what we're talking about with certain things. And your boy is in the finals for one league. He's on the cusp of being in the finals in another. So I'm going to go catch that, excuse me, that that Colts. Um, I think it's the Chargers. Oh, is that why you want to get out of here? <laughs> yeah, bro. I need to catch the end of it because your boy is about to rack up on some cash. So like I said before, we are not experts. But if you guys want to have some fun, if, ooh, I hit my mic. That usually doesn't ever happen. If you guys want to have some fun, if you want to joke around with us when we're doing anything involving the NFL, the NBA, the MLS, the World Cup, you know, the NHL, the MLB, any of these sports, catch us live on Twitch. Catch us on the next day on, on podcast for Apple's podcast and Spotify. Hit us up on YouTube. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on our website where we have so many platforms. This right here is literally only growing because of you guys. So it's all love, all appreciated. We couldn't be any happier that we are able to do what we're doing and continuously growing. Bruh, I can't believe you mentioned fantasy football. I'm in one league. I'm in the championship next week already because I, I'm honest to God, our fantasy football, I have to listen back to that podcast, but I feel like we fucking nailed that episode. Like all of our sleepers have, hit. We hit on everything. I had never been so locked in on fantasy football for two of the leagues that I was in. 
I had been finishing bottom tier, like bottom three every single year in one of them. And the fact that I'm in the fight in the championship round, money round, and the highest scoring team in the league, it's like we we put together an hour and a half of it. it. Was it sucked that we had to go through it, but it was awesome because like if you actually listen to the information that was given, we did some serious research on that. So for those that are were able to listen and win your leagues, good shit. For those that didn't listen, they went against us, and you didn't do anything this season, too bad. You know, you should have fucking listened to us. We'll be back with Norman. And by the way, uh, we're, we'll get out on that, but I love how last week your first, your closing take was so... I'm not trying... It wasn't about you, it was about everyone else being like, I love all you people, good job, congratulations. This week you're like, it's my fucking take. <laughs> Oh, man. As we say when we're heading up out of here, man. Oh, big shouts to Mass Mayhem 42. I got to shout him out for the subs that he hit us up with on Twitch. Thank you, man, for everybody that was able to get a, uh, a gifted sub. But as we say when we're dipping out of here, take care of y'all bread. Take care of y'all chicken. Take care of y'all children, y'all mentals, y'all physicals. Y'all be safe. Y'all be lovely. Y'all be easy. Happy New Year, baby. Peace.